Good morning. Perhaps you have already noticed that we have an electronic issue with our projector today. The bulb went out this morning. I'm already in contact with technical staff. And they have promised they're going to have this fixed before the end of the year. I have a question to begin our study together this morning. What does the Bible say about setting goals? I want you to think about that a minute, and then I'm going to take us to Scripture. What does the Bible say about setting goals? I know that in the business world and in the world in general, a lot of talk is generated about goal setting. What does the Bible say about this? Here are a few passages from the book of Proverbs, chapter 21, verse 5. The plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. That's a general statement about the value of planning. For there to be good in my future, I must think about it now. I must not only think about it now, I must generate in my mind some very specific plans to achieve the good that I desire in the future. If I just wait for impulse and opportunity and procrastinate and make decisions in the moment, I'm not acting wisely according to this statement in Proverbs. Here's another in chapter 24, verse 27. Prepare your work outside. Get everything ready for yourself in the field. And after that, build your house. This is about the wisdom of getting ready to do something important. To accomplish a task that is very specific. What is fundamentally necessary is to get ready for that task to plan, to have goals. It says here, get everything ready. And then Proverbs 16 and verse 3. Commit your work to the Lord, and your plans will be established. Now what do you do with statements like this? They sound like intention to do what is good and right that God has directed us to do. Intention that isn't just operating on the impulse of the moment, but you've given some thought to it. You have committed yourself to the Lord, and now that commitment ought to find expression in specific things that you're going to do, that you've thought about, that you have planned to do for His glory. I hope every one of us here today have made plans to serve the Lord better in 2018. Perhaps you have reflected on where more energy and effort is required of you personally. And that reflection has resulted in specific plans and goals that you have in mind, and you're challenging yourself about what you're going to do that God has directed you to do and you're going to do it better next year. I hope each of us have applied this kind of thought to our lives. Brother Kaufman and I have spent some time this year 
over several months considering plans and goals for this group. As overseers, we are charged to take this church in the direction of better service to the Lord. And we have kept this very simple. There is no indication here in what I'm going to present that you haven't been involved in these things before. Today, Bill and I are announcing four goals we believe are in keeping with what Scripture teaches and that express what we need to attend to in 2018. There is no suggestion we've never attended to these things or that these are the only four things we need to attend to. But we want to be very specific. Four goals for Laurel Heights for our attention and our emphasis in 2018. Number one, recommitment to daily Bible reading. You'll hear a lot about that this year, next year. Number two, more effort to invite people to our services. Number three, serving one another better. And number four, through a sermon series that will begin next Sunday, a better understanding of what God is saying to local churches in the first Corinthian letter. This morning, I want to explain what we have in mind in setting these goals. And then tonight at 5 p.m. when you come back, I'll speak more specifically about the benefits of daily Bible reading. And you're going to hear about these goals all through the year. First, I want to stress that in the meetings Bill and I have had these past several months, <clears throat> we have not concluded that this church is in bad shape. These are positive goals. These are not intended to be, <clears throat> in a complete sense, repair of great horrible things that are broken. We have not expressed discouragement and pessimism as we have met and talked about these things. We believe there are devoted people here who have applied themselves to do what is right, to be involved in the local work, to give of themselves and be servants of others. Like any local church, there is the constant reality that more needs to be done. More personal involvement is called for. And as elders, we cannot just sit back and assume that everybody is focused and there is no need for us to lead or guide. And so, after many meetings this year, we've had to discuss the state of this church and we came to these conclusions about specific goals for the coming year, 2018. Daily Bible reading to be re-emphasized. More effort to invite people to our services. Serving one another better. And coming to a better understanding of what God is communicating to us in the 1 Corinthian letter 
as to local churches and what they are to be doing. Through a preaching series this year, I'll be preaching through 1 Corinthians. Now, I want to use Scripture this morning to show the basis of each of these four goals. And I want to call upon the members of this church to embrace these. Daily Bible reading. I'll have more to say about the benefits of it at 5 p.m. But briefly this morning, turn to Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3. The Apostle Paul was writing to the local church in Ephesus. While they did not have, at that time, completed bound volumes of the Bible like we have, inspired writings were being sent and circulated like the letter to Ephesus. Paul did not address this letter just to the local preacher. We know that Timothy spent some time in the local work as an evangelist in Ephesus. But there is no evidence that this correspondence was limited to him or whoever was working there full time. Nor did Paul address this letter just to the elders at Ephesus, though they were addressed verbally back in the book of Acts. This letter was sent to all the Christians in that local church. And there was an expectation that they would read it. Listen, please, in Ephesians 3. For this reason, I, Paul, a prisoner for Christ Jesus on behalf of you Gentiles, assuming that you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace that was given to me for you, how the mystery was made known to me by revelation, as I have written briefly, when you read this, you can perceive my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to the sons of men in other generations, as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. I want you to come back at five and hear more about the benefits of doing what Paul said needed to be done. Paul said, when you read this. And then he says, you can perceive my insight into the mystery of Christ. He doesn't say, you can perceive my insight into the mystery of Christ, and then sometime later you can read about it. He says you read it to perceive his insight into the mystery of Christ. Isn't it clear to have a good grasp of who Christ is and what he did for us and what our response ought to be? We must be Bible readers. And Bill and I are going to challenge all of us about that. We're going to reemphasize that in 2018. That's our first goal. Re-emphasize a recommitment to daily Bible reading. Number two, inviting people to our services. 
Bill and I are not suggesting nobody's doing this. We assume you are. Can we do it better? Can we be more like the early Christians who, according to Acts 5 and verse 42, every day in the temple and from house to house, they did not cease teaching and preaching Jesus as the Christ. We have a message the world needs. Your relatives need to hear this message. Your neighbors need to hear this message. Your friends and co-workers, everybody needs to hear the gospel. This year, we need to do better. We can do better. In the lobby, when you leave today, you're going to find something that hasn't been there before. These cards. And they're printed on both sides. You'll find these in the lobby. We want you to take some of these. On one side, basic information about Laurel Heights Church of Christ with emphasis on the times of our services, a phone number, and the website. Then on the back of the card, it says, At Laurel Heights, you can expect to hear the truth from God's Word, caring Christians to welcome you, Worship according to the New Testament. Focus on doing God's will. I recommend the Laurel Heights Church of Christ. And then there's a place, if you're willing to, you can put your name at the bottom of that card. We want to ask you to take some of these and consider this. If each member of this church will hand out one of these cards a week... One card a week. We don't want to limit you to that. But we want to ask you to hand out one of these cards a week. Think about how many people we can reach to give them some clarity about what we do. It is such a simple thing. I gave out two or three of these last week to people. And you will notice... There are no broken bones. I'm not bleeding. Here's how easy it was. See? That's how easy that is. Through the year, in our announcements, the LH updates, and in sermons, we're going to remind you of how simple this kind of outreach is. It is a simple way to start. Just hand someone a card. That's one of our goals in 2018. Number three, serving one another better. After our meeting that comes in the latter part of January, I'm going to devote a sermon to this subject, and I'll come back and revisit the subject through the year. Here's what we're talking about when we say serving one another better. Following the good example of Christians in the first century who faithfully served one another. It's that simple. Barnabas was an encourager. Phoebe was a servant of the church. Dorcas Aquila and Priscilla, all the good people listed in Romans 16. Again, there is no suggestion here that we have failed in this. 
<clears throat> but can we do better serving one another? After the meeting, in the sermon about this, I'll take us to passages in the New Testament very clear about serving one another. And through the year, the elders here are going to be reminding us of these goals, serving one another better. Goal number four. 1 Corinthians is one of the most instructive books in the New Testament about the local church, about the conduct of individual people who compose the local church, and then about the collective work of the local church. 1 Corinthians is instructive on those subjects. This letter was sent to a local church and in the corrective rebuke that Paul gave, we discover what God's will is for His people. Not only in their individual behavior, but when they come together and work together. So here is my preaching series for 2018. I'm going to be preaching through 1 Corinthians. Sometimes it will be two sermons a month. All of these will be on Sunday mornings, and they will take us through the 1 Corinthian letter. So that this time next year, Lord willing, we will have heard sermons taking us through the epistle of Paul to the Corinthians. There isn't any doubt that it will do us good. The first two sermons in this series will be delivered the first two Sunday mornings in January. So, when Bill and I met several times and talked about this, we were always emphasizing we want to keep it simple. We don't have a dozen things we're going to put before you. We have four. And we wanted to keep it simple. Now, this statement is important. We do not want anyone to embrace these goals and participate in the corresponding actions just because the elders have put this plan before you. <clears throat> we hope each member here will see these are things God's Word teaches that we ought to do for our spiritual good. While we need to work on these goals this coming year, these really ought to be lifetime goals that accompany everything else God has directed us to do. We're going to remind you of these things throughout the year because we believe these are biblical. They are for our good and for the good of this group in our work together for the Lord. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, may we determine each one of us to put forth greater effort this coming year and the years to follow to be thy servants, to honor Jesus Christ, and be faithful servants to one another and reach out to the lost. Be with us as we strive to make progress and do better to achieve these goals and build this church up and be engaged in all 
that has been directed for us to do. To thy glory, and in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. If you are convinced that what has been presented today is written in Scripture, then let's just do it. All right? You will be better. The people you influence will be better. Your family will be better. The church will be better. And God will be glorified. Let's stand together as we sing. Number 576. In camp along the <coughs> hills of my